2: Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. We have our first guest of season three on today. He's been on SNL, he's been on Ellen, but I think we'll all agree that his biggest achievement today is coming on My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's George Ezra. How's it going, man? You are all right? Yeah, really good.
3: Thanks for joining us. Not at all. Thank you for having me. Did you enjoy your tea? Loved my tea. Thank you very much. Alice
4: made you a little frittata.
3: I know, but the thing is, I was talking too much, so you guys had seconds, and I was finishing my first portion. Did you want seconds now? No, so I'll have them after. Okay. I think, I
5: think I'll need it
3: after all of this.
5: You're going to go through the ringer.
4: You need sustenance, it's true. Interesting fact for fans, George is quite a slow eater. and slow drinker. <laughs> <Peter. laughs>
3: Because I listen and I engage. It's
4: very polite, very polite.
5: Also, another fact is that you bought a nice little bottle of red there, didn't you, my darling? I did.
3: Well, I was in the studio today and I was like, guys, if I'm going to something and I need to take red, because <laughs> I would get the, and I never know how to pronounce it, but the yellow labelled red wine. Sure. Rioja. Um, and they said to get this, so I got this. They are those quid.
5: sweet first album Benjamin.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Budapest. <border laughs> <pad. laughs> it's got a cork and everything. Yeah. It's so posh. You've also brought a little notepad with you. I
3: know. Well, I didn't know if this was over egging it, but it I is. thought. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, before I get into this, I feel like the best way to introduce these is to explain how I got into my dad wrote a porno, because since the first episode, there's been, like, one or two questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, I really want to ask that.
5: George, when you were the woman?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Are you as knowledgeable as
2: James Cooper? Because... He's uh, not to always you. blue.
4: <laughs> <laughs> My favourite thing about the notepad is he's put, He's written a little title and the date. Oh, like it's, a, like it's an exercise book from school.
5: Like it's an agenda for a meeting. <laughs>
3: yeah. um, but, so, it must have been the summer of 2016. <laughs> Cast your mind. <laughs> Many moons ago, yeah. (laughs) No, probably just before summer, right? So if you will. (laughs) (laughs) So I was introduced to the world of podcasts. Before this, I had no idea. And then my sister was like, oh, you should listen to my dad wrote a porno. And obviously you don't like go, okay, I'll get that straight away. You know, when someone recommends something, you're like, okay, yeah, I'll get onto that. So that was Jess's recommendation. And then a few nights later, I arranged to go and have dinner with a friend of mine, Bryony. And we met at the pub and we were going to have some food. Conversation must have dried up because I said, Hey, Brian <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm joking, but I was like, oh, I've been getting well into podcasts at the minute. And she said, Oh, you should listen to My Dad Wrote a Porno. So once two people uh, have suggested something, the like, double okay,
2: penetration to- of recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love it. <laughs> So then I got... But then I had the luxury of the fact that there was a whole series already out. Yeah. Oh, you could binge. And I'm a binger, so I was... Yeah, it was perfect. We
5: can tell. That's not your first read of the (laughs) evening.
3: I did a little bar crawl <laughs> before I got here. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And what did you think when you oh, first I loved it. Heard?
3: I think there's something that I think people have touched on once or twice, but not enough for my liking. I admire the fact that your dad has written this thing and gone with it. Well, he
4: retired, so he just had the, the mind space to finally make his... I feel like it's been in him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, so
3: that's my mentality, is I assume that it's something he must have thought about and then put to bed and then thought about and then gone, yeah, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Do
5: you think he has a similar process to you as a fellow creative?
3: <laughs> no, because he churns it out quicker than okay. I can. Yeah, I was like going to say, where's our second I, album? Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. So I started listening in the middle of writing and recording the second record. and Oh, God, there's a song was... called Pots and Pans, is there? <laughs> yeah, I like it. So I kind of I think he, he can get them out a lot quicker. The thing
5: about Rocky is he. Like you say, he churns them out. He puts pen to paper and doesn't waste any time checking or worrying about what the reaction's going to be. When you pen a song, how often are you re- revisiting that? Even for just a casual spell check.
3: What, the song that I've written? Mm. Yeah, yeah, once or twice. Am I might, like, that's the thing that I find most amazing is it doesn't, to me, it doesn't feel like he's run it by anyone. Anyway. Like oh, he's no not
5: either. gone. No shit. Hey, I can hey, confirm Could that. you
3: read this? Before I send it
4: out. Um, So what's the uh, first question on your list, George?
3: The first question I've got written down is the one I'm most intrigued about because I can't quite grasp it. And I don't know if I've missed something where you've said it, but when is it set? Like, I try, like, in time, I try and picture it, because (laughs) in my head, it kind of looks like a blurry VHS. Like, that question kind of leads on to a lot of the other ones. Like, she got on the DLR, which is fairly modern. Right. But then but then she uses a fax machine yeah 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 so there's like some of the other a lot of the other details kind of don't the sexism
5: feels 80s well this is what I was going to say the
3: regular sexism (laughs) definitely makes me think oh this must be set you know way back when it feels
5: 74 ish doesn't it
3: yeah (laughs) well I think because
2: obviously my dad is in his 60s So he has a very different perspective on life. A man of the world. Well, he's lived a life, clearly. Uh, Not that I know anything about it. Um, (laughs) But I think he's trying to be modern. I mean, he's writing about the Millennium Dome building. Yeah, so that's after 2000 Millennium. but also the Millennium Dome building <laughs> it's called the O2 it's not even called to the Millennium Dome to be fair Dome you building. guys
3: started taking the piss out of it but I was like I'm fairly sure I would call it that and I was like oh, no, no 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 it's, it's no, the O2 you're a
2: musician, yeah. you musician base. you the, Millennium, the Dome Millennium Dome,
3: Dome I'm playing the Millennium Dome three nights <laughs> yeah because we would go hello O2 they don't go hello Millennium Dome 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 <laughs>
2: I mean, they should.
4: Yeah. Happy Y2K, everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Can we like, start a campaign to get every birthday place plays <laughs> the O2? Just say, hello,
4: the <laughs> Millennium
5: Dome. Please, <laughs> please. When you headline, when you headline the O2. When? When? When?
3: <laughs> please. I think Belinda's got more chance. There's more chance of that becoming a reality. Well, <laughs> well she's just she done, just done has it. Has yeah, she just has to.
4: What did you think of the love eggs, by the way? Oh, did you know? Uh, th- that was an education to me. I didn't really know what they were.
3: No. I knew about them. Not oh, from, did like, you? Not oh, from yeah, like. Yeah, of course you did. Not from first hand experience, but I remember. Don't say first in a... hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. Second hand's worse. Second hand looks He knows
2: you from first ass experience.
3: But I've heard, I remember there being a conversation on tour which started a lot sweeter, which is you can buy a <laughs> pillow if you've got a loved one, that when you buy two and you travel with it, and when you put your head on yours, there's lights up. So they know you're in bed, which oh, I thought was really that's cute. That's quite cute. But then everyone was like, yeah, but you could just Jesus. put bricks on it and be like... <laughs> <laughs> you be just like- off to bed. Yeah, yeah. Been a great gig, just off to bed. <laughs> but then it got onto the conversation of someone said you can get knickers that do the same. They're underwear that your partner can control from the other side of the world, which was what that, that oh. kind of, I think... I think, and then it got onto the Love Egg. So when I you say
5: control, that. I
3: think they vibrate. <laughs> I think there's like some kind <laughs> of. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs>
3: to start walking
5: you to the shop. <laughs> I said I want lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like the rum trousers,
5: policy
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> What I mean is, with all these things, I'm just like, firstly, how long are you away from home for? That it's like. Right. Where the love eggs that I can control.
5: <laughs> yes, exactly. Get a half dozen love eggs on i way for another week.
3: Anyone want a love omelette?
5: Yeah. Oh, my God.
4: How
3: do you like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was aware of them. Okay, cool. Sure.
5: And you've got your own merch pillow. <laughs> yeah, slash can't and come candies. see me at the merch <laughs> desk
4: the next door.
2: <laughs> George Ezra love eggs. Correct. Available everywhere.
5: <laughs> so... Wait a sec.
3: Which point was that? That, that we- was only the second I got to- <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go in hard. We got some good ones. The next thing that, especially in this series, and I think it's a hangover from some of the earlier series. Right. Is words I'm convinced I've never heard before. Like in certain, like so smallish the yeah. smallish man with the smallish voice yeah
2: no one's ever used that before i also, just sorry the smallish man dressed in black
3: there you please. go right so it's the so it can like i heard oh the smallish man <laughs> and you kind of feel a little bit like i'm sure i've never heard that <laughs> like I, I can't remember having ever described something as but I, and then i was like oh maybe i am like oh you know smallish like do you see what i mean i can't no, remember definitely. ever having so used you think that he's word.
5: coined it
3: so then I got to thinking, not Roald Dahl, who was the other one that came up with a lot of words? Shakespeare. Right. Shakespeare. <laughs> no, Roald Dahl or Shakespeare? No, no, Spike Milligan. Yeah, I like oh, used yeah. to use a lot of. So then I was thinking, no, fair play. Because there's all these things where I go, that's ridiculous. And he go, people have done it before. Yeah. This isn't like he's entitled to. This is
2: the thing. And you know, as we go through the, the books, we realize that actually a lot of what my dad has. <laughs> Don't mind us. Sorry, I
3: had to, had to relieve myself.
2: was <laughs> just like pouring a vat of red wine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we are discovering that actually what he writes is not only finding its way into common parlance, but mm. so many things that we've mocked him for are actually real. Yeah. Like the bees... You know, in like the plane?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spiral staircase. Right. I'm fairly sure I've seen it. Fuck so hell. I can't... You've seen when it. When you guys were... T- well, not up there. been up the pearly gates of... <laughs> <laughs> Little <laughs> visit to BT. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in when you guys one? were like ripping it out of the spiral staircase, I was like, well, actually, mm-hmm. I oh. think I've seen it. Do you know what? One of my friends from home is an air hostess. I should ask her. You
2: definitely should ask I her. I should
3: ask her whether that is a thing or not
2: all right so come on what's next on your list
3: next on the list i've just written pots and pans so huge with a question mark <laughs> <laughs> which uh, i think what i mean is uh, from episode one i remember going oh let that slip like I, they definitely just said that she worked in pots and pans <laughs> and i remember thinking like that's a bit odd why is it a bit odd More like, mate. We can't all be international music stars. Yeah, sorry. No, No, as
2: in, someone's got to sell a skillet, right? Pots
3: and pans. I'm about. If you're gonna go into business, go for something everybody needs. Toilet roll. Go into that. Go into something that every house needs.
5: Catchy ditties. Yeah, catchy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Non-offensive. Daytime radio pop songs.
5: Run-of-the-mill melodies.
3: So I get that but surely it's not that big an industry. So like, I've always thought that. And then this one (laughs) where it's like, well, we're going to the Millennium Dome. And then that bit about giving away a free stainless tin wok or whatever it was. <laughs> I had to get my phone out and do the math. So I googled how much... The, right, so it's about, what are they
5: retailing at?
3: Well, they're one of those things I found out that you can spend as much or as little as you want. Sure. So if you of want like, a yeah. decent <laughs> non-stick wok...
5: You can get a Ken Hom, can, I guess, for like, like 13
3: 99 The average, I would say, was about 20 quid. Like, your you research. know when you go on Google, it has like the top bit. Of like the <laughs> yeah. None of them strayed over about... 35 quid. Okay. okay. How long did you spend on this? Well, I'm just, this is the kind of thing that I like, I want to, what are the ins and outs? So if there's 20,000 people. Oh my God, you've done a calculation. Well, I think I, I'm shit at math. So I don't know okay, if I then. did use my But if there's 20,000 people yeah. Yeah. and you're spending 20 quid on each of them, by my iPhone, it says, <laughs> your iPhone, <laughs>
4: special calculator. By my dog and
3: bone, that's 900 million pounds. 400 grand? Yeah. yeah, sweet. yeah. Which is... An investment. That's mental. Is what it is. <laughs> like, to go like, it's not enough to book the because that must cost a lot so, like, say, have to like rent the space out. of the O2. <laughs> yeah. and then like you've got to get the rigging. So this is something I've learned. If you book a big venue, you have to take your own speakers. And so we taking... wanted wow. to know this, so she yeah. would have
5: had to pay for the lot, or Steeles would have done.
3: But, but I don't know if you. Ta- I think most venues have like a base level PA, but. If you're, right. you probably take your own if you want it a bit better so th- like I was just thinking that this I know this is killing the joy of fiction writing but I was like that's a bit no outlandish. please kill it kill it for but everyone but then to spend just shy of half a million pounds on giving everyone a utensil
5: would you not do that then?
3: no way <laughs> <laughs> and your album was really successful yeah, if I did that one of my gigs like and by the way you've all got a walk to take your who <laughs> But
4: the other thing is like Because she was part of a bigger It wasn't her show Like she was part of a bigger event, So she spent like 400 grand On about a five minute set Yeah
3: Wait it wasn't her show?
4: No it was a conference That the Dutch had put on Or something Like oh, someone else had put so she on. was like one This
3: is like a TED talk But like yes. a, a lesser version <laughs> <laughs> Or a greater version Depending yeah, on yeah, your sorry, perspective A much better version <laughs>
4: Rocky would probably call it An Edward talk yeah. Or
3: something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> And, For and also, copyright reasons. <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> Special J all over yeah. again. Jeez. Yeah. And um, the smallish man is totally like, comes with the venue. I don't think they've... He comes at the venue. Comes, <laughs> yeah. comes with, the oh, venue. with the venue. Like he, venue he works <laughs> at the OT. With,
3: at, during the venue. <laughs> but then this is the other thing I was thinking. So far, there's been two episodes of this new series. Yeah. For Belinda, it's been pretty low-key. low key. Like, because, yeah. I mean, it is... You can ridiculous. say it's underwhelming. No, no, no. But like, oh, I just need to mic you up, babe. And then just like, give us a second. <laughs> getting, just getting down to your, to nothing. Obviously, that's very Belinda. I like that. But it's that's, also
2: quite desperate, isn't it? Like, he wasn't asking to see her tits. She just like proffered those breasts to him quite openly.
3: Maybe she's got to a point where she just assumes. She's losing
2: her touch, I think, maybe. Oh. What, she's
3: less classy. Well, I don't know. Like She's you losing
2: know, her mind. <laughs> Book one, book two, you know, people want to have sex with a, you know, chapter one through to 17. Now... She's literally just like Show her tits <laughs> Just
1: to get noticed
3: <laughs> Please You know me Belinda blinked <laughs> yeah, Exactly She's become a celebrity That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no one wants Anything about anymore
5: You say that But he did mic her up In a very unorthodox manner Oh yeah Like went all
3: a oh, yeah bit, bit of twister Like, yeah. like before my might like, you are, Let's get the twister mat out <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hang this here Your right leg over there
5: well, you <laughs> yeah. must have been Mic'd up many times How often do they go Under the pecs?
3: Uh, and loop
5: around them and then round the neck.
3: (laughs) Do you know what what is quite funny is they do, like it goes up your top and there's always that awkward bit where you kind of go like, it's all right, mate. Like, I'll just, I'll do it. I can feed it up there. (laughs) It's like that.
5: (laughs) Oh. As a girl, there's always that moment where you do the joke about like... Where
3: you rip your top off.
5: (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say, actually. There's always that bit and they're either shocked or you're marrying in the spring. So... (laughs) Did did
3: we answer your question?
2: Have we answered any of your questions? No,
3: (laughs) clearly. (laughs) Well, no, I've realised, sorry, there's like an arrow. So I've put pots and pans, so huge, question mark, then an arrow, and in quotation, so I assume Belinda said this, you all want to know about the new range. So (laughs) this is the bit I don't get. So I understand, like I said, everyone needs a pot or a pan or both, but not many people I come into contact with a, like, following Pots and Pans vlogs no. going, shit, when's the new one out? Like, it's not I like an my... iPhone, yeah, is it? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's not like Hang a... Hang on. Sorry, George. I hate to do this to you, but... um. I will defend my father. Yeah. And this was an industry event, actually. Uh, These women who sell door-to-door with their coffee mornings are selling pots and pans. This is their business, all right?
5: For Betty, this is a big-ass Betty Wilkes,
2: Vicky Woods. This
5: is their
3: livelihood. If you're there, you're there for a reason.
2: Exactly.
3: I get it. It's I not like your fans. <laughs> They'll take a walk. I'm sure.
4: <laughs> Mate, get some in.
3: Yeah. You'll need them. <laughs> my face on the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh
5: my God. Yes. On the concave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Oh, my God. Could we do, a, like, a merchandise raid
3: together? Could we do a kind of partnership? What merch have you guys got so, so far?
2: Yeah, merchandise is a funny one. Um, my dad's taken it upon himself to uh, create some of his own merchandise. I'm going to give you one.
3: <laughs> one? I've never seen this. Oh, it's signed. From the desk of Rocky Flintstone. And then on the back, it says, Belinda blinked. The cheeky minx. No, it doesn't really. It says, (laughs) Belinda blinked. When you get what you want, you feel great.
2: Yeah. It's basically a postcard Uh, of all of the quotes of Belinda blinked. It's got
3: the flesh of mankind. I feel like that one should have been bigger. (laughs) The flesh of mankind. It should have said, Rocky, the flesh of mankind. Because I feel like that's his. You know, like garlic bread. You know, like <laughs> the, the, the flesh of mankind is definitely god, Rocky's
2: go to. He also asked me to give James Ellis some petty cash vouchers as well. Oh my um, god. <laughs> very useful for the business.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well you can claim back on Rocky's. These rocky are legit petty cash vouchers. Literally.
2: Yeah. And he's written your names on them. How sweet.
5: Just on the topic of the um of the postcards. What I love is that he's gone for different fonts, different sizes, different <laughs> colours. He's thought, I have got an up to date edition of Word and I am going to use it. And also,
2: it. why is the biggest font yeah, I, I love, say. Rocky <laughs>
3: Flintstone? <laughs> of all of them, the biggest <laughs> one is the faux quote. <laughs> I love Rocky Flintstone.
0: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win.
2: And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ.
4: Maybe
2: it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down my dad.
3: Um, right, what's next? Come on, go on.
5: I'm not sure I can get through this whole agenda.
3: Right, so this leads into the pots and pans massive industry. I know I'm hung up on this, but like when she's off to the Ritz spa, <laughs> <laughs> how realistic is that? How many industries are there where you're like, I've got a really busy week? <laughs> But there's like a loose contact I have that I met (laughs) months ago that just so happens to be in a mud steam room. I better go and hook up with them. (laughs) And the next thing you're at this woman's house. I don't know if I move in the wrong circles, but I don't get invited to many orgies, and I don't many. (laughs) (laughs) They are, one I mean, sure. I'm in good circles. I'm not an animal. (laughs) Jeez, you're a red-blooded man. But what I mean is, the whole base of the book for me, I know I'm hung up on it, but is this idea of it being pots and pans, but then this outlandish lifestyle, it would be more believable. What? If it was, like, a different job, like, oh, they worked in, you know, nightclub booking.
4: I was going to say, the music industry must be more like this. Well,
3: you would think so. This is what I was kind of like, maybe I'm in the wrong industry, (laughs) because the reason I got into it (laughs) was for spa days at the Ritz. Was the pots, pans, and rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) That's the t-shirt, pots, pans, and rock and roll.
2: George Ezra got into music to get a huge, big, black dildo from Duchess. I can't believe it. What a scoop.
3: (laughs) There's the love egg since I caught wind of them. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, you knew all about them, George. Don't try and play dumb now.
5: I think, and I'm not suggesting this will happen, say the music stuff goes down the pan, excuse the pun, I think the new thing could be kitchenware for you.
3: I'm happy. If, like, you know one of those, uh, what are they called?
4: You've got an RSM written all over you.
5: No,
4: I could see you on reception at Steel's. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: my hey. God. <laughs> You're the Bella. Bella. Is she the train wreck one? That's like... <laughs> Uh, excuse me I don't want uh, yeah.
2: to talk but actually George but I'm actually really really classy yeah, yeah. that
3: uh. is so accurate to a lot of people I've met so like <laughs> <laughs> in the sense of like that kind of tear away like I just say what I think mate you know that kind of thing Like yeah. I don't
4: care what Do, people think yeah, about me yeah. what's nice about this is you're helping us kind of take a step back on like we're so in it you know sometimes I think yeah. we forget how ludicrous it is and I
2: think series three it's a good, it's a good time the yeah. start of series three let's take that step back Yeah, 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 yeah. let's realise why we're doing it and should we just stop
5: I think <laughs> this is a good time to draw a line in the sun alright I George th- Ezra,
2: our last guest ever on My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Can you imagine if you just re- really shook us awake with your you comments? You have
2: single-handedly <laughs> destroyed this whole Get podcast. Get on the
3: phone. <laughs> He'd be furious. Rocky, mate, it's over. He's just printed all of these. <laughs> For a second then, I thought this was you wrapping up the podcast. I was like, oh, that was abrupt.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered what we were going to show to george oh yeah that we've completely forgotten oh my god
2: I, it's not top shelf rocky <laughs> i've literally it? totally forgotten about it yeah okay right this is a bit weird okay and you're a musician so we want to get your professional opinion on it um these amazingly creative people in sweden right james
4: in sweden i'm gonna get the email they wrote a song based <laughs> on
3: belinda they produced it up and everything yes amazing it's when you say produced it up What
5: do you mean by up?
3: (laughs) Well, as in like, if they started, I imagine they would have started with a little acoustic guitar number. Nice. they were going... Is that how you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Flintstones, rocky Flintstones. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go, hang on, we're printing our own money here. Get to the studio, get a few synths on it, drum beats. This freeware has an 808. Let's get
2: that on. I mean, if you were, hypothetically... Mm. To write a song about my dad or Belinda or the universe. I think
3: my approach, this might be a weird reference, but do you remember Up Pompeii? or like carry on films where the music's like <laughs> like or, but, you know like kind of yeah. deliberately comedy and have a load of son like, uh, kind of it it's like do you know what I mean I'm like I don't know what era that would be from I don't know but i have kind of, of like a big band <laughs> yeah.
5: the equivalent of
6: like a wah wah yeah. wah blah, <laughs> yes. blah, blah.
3: for four
4: minutes
6: <laughs> it's funny
2: you say that because that's very similar to the style of this song
4: well shall I I'll read you the email we had from, please do from, from these people so my name is spoke and together with peter songwriter producer i've penned a song in your honor or rather in the honor of rocky and belinda it's called pomegranates and rivets i get it we don't believe that the title needs further explanation i would agree Definitely with that not. and you'll recognize one or two of the references throughout the song from the first season and jamie my apologies for the chorus the bard in me had to make the rhymes work what does that mean? I think you've got a reference in the chorus.
5: And perhaps a bit shoehorned in. I've
2: always wanted to be included
3: in a song. Here we go. And George,
5: there's still time.
3: Um, I Forget who invited you onto the podcast.
5: <laughs> 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 who made you for Tata. This
2: huge second album. One song better be called Jamie. It's great. great.
4: Um, it's a true labour of love and we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. I've taken the liberty of printing out the lyrics for you, oh, George, you so you much. can let's sing along. No, don't don't read do. it.
3: I'm based on a screwed story. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
4: are you ready? For are this? you ready? Ready? This is going to blow your mind.
5: Um, if you comment while it's playing, we'll kill you.
4: Okay, nice. Hold all your thoughts. Maybe write in your pad. I've
5: done your little paddy pad. There you go, my darling. Make a whole new page. <laughs> do you
3: want a little pen? Actually, George, do you want to do you want to intro it? Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we have Pomegranates and Rivets by Spoken Peter.
5: I mean, where to begin? George, initial thoughts, initial feelings.
3: I'm going to go in with my favourite bit, which is that I'm in the mud. I'm on a roll. Yes. Give me a tickle, baby. (laughs) Show me the ball. ball. Yes. (laughs) Yes, George Ezra, yes. That's my favourite bit, which I guess would be the pre-chorus. Is that what it's called? I think that's I, what that would be. Is that not the bridge? I thought they called that the bridge. No, I think I would always call it the pre-chorus.
5: I love that we're arguing with George Asperger. Well. You're like, actually, I think take it's called it to the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah.
3: <laughs> when is Eurovision? It's soon. Uh, we've
4: just missed it, but there's next
3: year. So next year. They Should should've...
2: we lobby for this to be the Swedish entry? I or... think
3: if we take to Belinkas, I'm sure they'll make that happen. <laughs> Once they've heard it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My only, from a commercial perspective, I think they're kind of doing themselves an injustice by ending the chorus with the lyric, I'm Truly fucked. I, I, I Hoping that might jeopardize the kind of daytime radio airplane. I think it's
4: super catchy. That chorus, it's a bit gaga. Like you say, it's a bit Eurovision. I would buy this song.
5: You've been singing it for weeks since you received the email. No. Do you
4: know who has been singing
2: it for weeks? Rocky. Rocky. And my mother is honestly at her wits' end every time she goes into the pavilionslash garden shed.
3: She's truly fucked. She's truly fucked. She just goes, I'm truly fucked. Like a 90s sitcom. (laughs) You're truly fucked. Divorce papers, right there. You can keep the shit.
4: (laughs) But doesn't your dad get obsessed with songs as well? He does.
2: He just plays them over over, and over over again. again. And we once drove from Manchester, where we grew up, to Spain. Malaga. It's a long way to drive. Over, we over drove over two hours, and uh, and he made a CD for the journey. We were like, "Yes, summer holidays, can't wait." The CD consisted of the Angels' Carol, which is a Christmas Carol, <laughs> and he put it on seven times on one CD and just played the same CD over Oh, so and there were seven tracks. Again. Every, track, Every was track was the angel carols. I've
3: i <laughs> voices. <laughs>
2: Every single three minutes.
3: And they just played the CD.
2: That was literally it. It was like, God, I do love this song. Let's play it again, shall we? Wait for the drop. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That pre-chorus. <laughs>
2: My mum was like, is there no That's Simply page. Red in the car? Is there no Annie Lennox? Yeah. No M people? No? Okay, cool.
4: Um, if, if there was a radio edit where the word fucked wasn't in it, George, hmm. could you see this, I don't know, number one? Where do you see this in the charts?
3: Um, I'd say a steady climber. Um, <laughs> I think it would go in with a comfortable top 20, and over the weeks, it would climb up to number one, yeah. steal the nation's hearts, yeah. Christmas number one. So if we, if if
2: we it release it now, it'll be Christmas number it'll one. will find its race number one by Christmas. Good, okay.
3: <laughs> I would love to see a race between me and Spoken Peter.
5: <laughs> George, I hate to say it, it wouldn't be a race, my yeah. darling.
3: <laughs> no, definitely not. I, we should talk about your live performance, which I came to. Yes, yeah, day. you've seen us live in the church. Yeah, and I don't go to as many gigs as maybe I should. But it's been a long time since I've seen a queue that big. <laughs> so we got there and we were like, genuinely, not no offence, but I was like, are we at the right place? <laughs> 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 at first, right, George? What are you trying to say? No, but it was like a, it was like proper fandom. There was like costumes, banners, yeah. Yeah. everything, and a queue round the block. What were they dressed up as? Front row, there was like someone dressed was up as fence trellis. Yeah, the trellis. Yeah, someone the trellis,
2: and their friend was handcuffed to them, dressed as Belinda. Oh,
3: <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people listening feel like they're. It's like their thing with mm. you guys. We have
2: the best listeners on the planet. Yeah. They're amazing. But
3: that's so amazing that it's... You've been a catalyst for these people joining it. I bet people have met people through people the podcast. People like have met people on the tube.
2: Yeah. People have been laughing on the tube in headphones. And you must be says listening them, to. And someone says, Belinda, and yeah. they've been like, yes! And then they've got chatting and they've become friends. It's amazing.
4: Did you enjoy the show?
3: Loved it. Oh, we okay, really geez. did. I bought Cam, who's producing the record, uh-huh. and... um there was one bit. When you got up to do the science lesson, like bit of the anatomy. <laughs>
2: Just to contextualise, Alice does a bit of a presentation during our live show where she explains exactly what the cervix is. And in fact, all of the reproductive organs Elements. of the vagina. the vagina.
3: I kept quiet because I was like, I shouldn't, there was like the audience participation. I was like, I don't want to slip up here. Cam started shouting them out and shouted a wrong one. And so I was like, oh... Gee, that's why I didn't get involved.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're actually going on tour in Australia. I don't know if you heard about that.
3: I heard about it at the end of episode two.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've sold up the Sydney Opera House for one night. Which they is amazing, second, by the way. Thank you very congratulations. much. Congratulations. They've added a second night, which we're yet to... Um, to sell out uh, so please <laughs> do come to the Sydney show on Sunday book three the, seats uh, if you
5: just want some room yeah, yeah. like if you do want to spread <laughs> yeah. out like with your snacks <laughs>
3: and so. they've listened now they're aware that in London there was costumes so yeah. you expect costumes oh, yeah, you exactly. expect silly string it's a brilliant show I loved it
4: maybe to help sell tickets we should Put walks under all
3: the seats. Oh my God,
2: definitely. Especially in like, because we're not just playing Sydney and Melbourne, we're playing all over Australia. We're playing like Brisbane and Perth and Adelaide and even in New Zealand, in Auckland.
3: You're doing New Zealand? Yeah. yeah
2: and my Beautiful. best friend lives in New Zealand Aww. lives in Auckland so I'm really excited to play there so yes come to Australia and New Zealand come and see us live george it's been so good having you with us thank you very much for having me oh no it's our pleasure this has and been a
5: hoot <laughs> it really i was probably has. rocky would say <laughs>
2: <laughs> and to play us out is spoke and peter with pomegranates and rivets Woo!
4: Woo! number
5: 1 number
6: 1 christmas number
4: 1 <laughs> release it now christmas 2019
6: <laughs> <laughs> I got my Rocky to rock me That's where it began I'm all that you need I'm all the good stuff I'm here when Bella and Donna Won't be enough Let's get undressed Let's never stop Let- We're truly fine. naked lady That's sadly what you see When I'm giving you something else And that something's inside of me